Welcome back. We continue our almost monthly series now featuring different programs at Quincy College, and this month is no exception. We got them just in time before the end of January. We're going to learn about the Surgical Technology Program. So first of all, welcome two ladies to the program to tell us about the Allied Health Program at the college, and then specifically about the Surgical Technology Program. So Karen Manning and Ellen I'm going to say it right. <laughs> Shinard are here. Okay. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ellen, you are the dean of the Allied Health. Karen. Uh, Karen at the Allied yeah. Health Program. That is at correct. College. So, what is that, first of all? So, as dean, I oversee um, programs, the natural sciences, which encompass biology, chemistry, physical physics courses, I oversee the math courses, and all the courses in allied health. Okay. Nursing? No. 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 So allied health um, encompasses healthcare professional programs that are all healthcare programs outside of nursing mm. and outside of medicine. Okay. So it's, you know, a huge number of healthcare professionals that are essential but many people don't want to be a nurse or do not want to be in medicine, but there are many others that have direct patient care or indirect patient care, such as yes. yeah. um, some of the programs at Quincy College, um, radiologic technology, medical lab technician, phlebotomy, mm. uh, exercise science, physical therapy assistant, certified nursing assistant, patient care, technician and surgical technology. Okay, all right, so it's all, it's the behind the scenes stuff. It's the behind the scenes, it's the essential workers. Yeah. They have their own education, their training, qualifications specific for their job. Okay, so it's, you know, folks who don't want to be um, in, in front of the camera, they want to be behind it, to put it in <laughs> TV terms, right? Absolutely, yeah. and we could not run the healthcare system without them. I was gonna say, how important are those positions? They are key members yeah. in helping treat diagnosing um, and providing interventions for all of the patients that are in the hospital and it's not only just the hospital the allied health workers from lab from medical lab mm -hmm. technologists to um, off-site um, surgical technologists can work in the surgery centers that are off-site to administrative positions such as healthcare coding and billing okay sure so a so, lot of Positions. Yeah, in fact, you know, the quote-unquote stars, I guess, of healthcare doctors and nurses could not do their jobs without the Absolutely. folks behind the scenes. Yeah. No, like I said, essential from certified nursing assistants to surgical um, technologists. Sure. And a lot of times it's um, an end place for um, people who want a healthcare profession and who are passionate about what they do, mm -hmm. or it could be a stepping stone oh. as uh, Quincy College really uh, encourages lifelong learning. So you may have someone who's a nursing assistant who works for several years, um, gets their certificate in four weeks, but wants to come back and go into something like surgical technology or go into medical lab technician or go into nursing. Okay. So we have the ability for them to start, come back, 
maybe get an associate degree and then come back for um, a bachelor's degree. Sure, sure. Are there, um, you know, we heard a lot about the worker shortage in the healthcare industry. Are there opportunities in the fields you're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. In every field in healthcare, um, they're short and desperately needed. Is that right? Yeah. So what types of positions um, have your past graduates through the Allied Health Program you know, yeah. entered into? Uh, so medical lab technicians are off in the labs and again uh, hospitals or outpatient labs, mm -hmm. surgical um, technologists in the surgical centers, CNAs working in long-term certified nursing assistants in long-term care facilities, assisted livings, um, oh, sure. yeah. and acute care hospitals. Okay. So they're all over the place but again we need all healthcare workers right now. And who would be a good student or candidate, you know, to enter that program? Good question. Yeah. So I think um, somebody who's motivated, who good communication skills, professional skills, and wants to work with people. And again, some of these allied health uh, positions have less contact versus others, mm -hmm. but they have the patient ability. Patient contact, you mean? I mean, patient yeah. contact. Yeah. So, you know, so someone like a um, radiographic technologist. Yes, probably all of us have gone in for our x-rays. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to be able to position them correctly, yes. to be able to diagnose what's going on. So they all have some type of direct or indirect. Yeah. But some may want more and some may want less. Yeah. It's, it's critical though, isn't it? I mean, a, a, a doctor's waiting for those results, right? And waiting for those test results or those x-ray results. They, they, their hands are tied until they know what's going on with that we patient. all linked together. Yeah. So, and is. all for the best outcome of the patient. Yes. Um, today we're here to talk about the surgical technology program, which yeah. is just one part of Allied Health, right? That is correct. Yeah. And that's where Ellen comes in to tell us, uh, first of all, a little bit about yourself, Ellen, and your background in this field. Um, I have been a surgical technologist for almost 20 years. Wow. I've worked for major teaching hospitals and um, small community hospitals. I still work in a community oh, hospital, working per diem on call. Oh, okay. Um, just to keep my skills up so that I know exactly what to tell my students. Mm -hmm. um, it's a profession that I fell in love with. Yeah. Did you enter it, as, as Karen was talking about, through the, the allied health field? I, I, well, no. No. Um, I was actually, I owned my own restaurant prior to this. Really? And I stopped working in my restaurant to raise my children. Okay. And I wanted something else to do and fell into this and have been in it ever since. Now, did you have to do uh, kind of prerequisites beforehand? I did. Yeah. I did. Um, you have to do uh, your science classes sure. and your basics. Like um, now it's an associate program. When I went to school, it was only in a, a certificate, certificate program. program. Okay. Um, so, but now they have to take their general education classes, like their Englishes, their biologies, their sciences. Okay. So tell us about the surgical technology program at Quincy College. It is a fantastic program. Mm. It really is. The students learn from the moment they get there until the moment they graduate. They start out um, taking their core classes and then they go into surgical tech class, surgical technology classes. They, we put them in the lab two days a week. They are doing simulated surgeries. Really? They are practicing sterile technique. Um, they are just learning everything that they need to get them prepared to work in the clinical setting. 
Okay, in an operating room, right? Absolutely. Dur during a surgery. They start their surgical technology program in September. In January, they're already in the operating room. Is that right? And they're yeah. in clinicals 24 hours a week, working side by side. They're uh, their preceptors right at the surgical field with the surgeons. We uh, have some photos we want to show folks. Um, is this uh, the laboratory at Quincy College that we're going to see? Yes. It is. Yes. Okay. So yeah. if you bring that up and tell us what we're looking at here, if you could. Um, this is just, uh, th the students have to learn over 200 instruments. Wow. And this is just one of their instrument quizzes. Okay. But this is the lab. Um, we have four different OR settings. Um, and it's set up just like a, an operating room. Okay, so take a look at the next one here. And this is after a student has set up their table, mm -hmm. they have to take it down and put all the instruments back together. They've already done their um, procedure, so now they're just cleaning up afterwards. Okay, so that's that's part of the technologist's oh, job, though, right? It that, is. To, you have to keep track of all your instruments, yeah. your soft goods, your everything. They are in charge of that room. At, they at, are at in charge time. of that table and anything to do with the sterile field. Okay, on to the next one. Um, same thing here. Mm -hmm. This is where they're practicing their surgical procedures. During the program, they have to take two practicals, and they practice vigilantly. Mm to be able to get past those practicals. And they, they start, um, they have to set up their table, they have to do a surgical procedure, and then they have to break it down in order to be able to pass it. Okay, all right, a couple more here. Same thing, this is, um, we were doing a surgical procedure. Yep. Um, the student with the mask on, yes. um, she is the one that we were doing a breast surgery that day. Okay. And I've saved the uh, most interesting for last. <laughs> this was a fun game that we played with them. And a lot of times you have to handle specimens during procedures. I was thinking it must be simulating something. This okay. was. I used this as an example of a bowel resection. All right. And they, I put in a whole bunch of different things. And they had to go in there and identify them without looking at oh. them. And there were crazy things in there. I put in buttons, yep. um, rice, all different kinds of things. And they just had to go in and determine what each was. Okay, simulating what yeah. that Yeah, it was just that was like. a fun thing for them to do. Yeah. Um, is there anybody that would not make a good candidate for a surgical technologist? Anyone who is sensitive to smells, yeah. the sight of blood, yeah. um, someone who doesn't want to work hard. Hmm. Um, I think you also have to be a very compassionate person. Hmm. Your patient may be asleep during the procedure, but they're awake prior to and afterwards, and you have to show compassion for them. They're scared. You, um, I just think you have to be an all-around good person to want to be in that field. Yeah. So if you can tell us about uh, some success stories that you have seen uh, at, the, at the Quincy College program. Well, I have five right now who are phenomenal. Really? Uh, they are probably five of the most amazing women that I have worked with. They came in when we were in the lab. They would come in a half hour, hour early every single time there was a lab. They would spend an hour, hour and a half later just to practice. Mm. They are in contact with me several times a day through email, um, asking questions when they go to their clinical sites. Their clinical sites adore them. They think they are very hard workers, came to clinicals very knowledgeable from what they've learned. 
they're a great group of women that we have in this program right now. So once they complete the program, um, what positions would they be eligible for in the they, workforce? After they complete the program, they will sit for the certif national certification exam. Once they pass that, they can work for any hospital, surgical centers, doctor's office, mm. dentists. There are a number of jobs. Um, surgical techs are in extremely high demand right, right now. We yeah. do not have enough out there. Okay. Uh, so they could they, they could write their tickets once they graduate in June. Really? Yes. Are they good good paying jobs? Would you say? Um, the average for the state of Massachusetts, the median median rate is about fifty seven thousand. Okay. But the closer you get to Boston, mm -hmm. you can add another ten thousand to that. Okay. And the longer you work it, the much better it is. Yes. And there are lots of opportunities to um, for overtime. Mm -hmm. You're required to take call, so. You know, there's lots of opportunities for surgical techs. Okay. Um, would you say that it's mostly women in the fields, Ellen? I have, since I've been at Quincy College, it has been mostly women. Really? We've had probably um, maybe a small handful of men. Okay. But there are a number of men in the field. It's not just geared towards women. Yeah. It isn't. Um, it's a very good program for both the men and women. The success rate, the graduation rate in your program, do you happen to know? We have um, an above average graduation rate okay. um, for the accreditation. Uh, we have a 100% um, job rate after graduation. So every single graduate? Every single graduate gets a job in the field. last year got a job. Wow. Yes. Okay. And there's more. More available, as, as you say. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, ha we have capacity for 18 students. Yep. And we've already got about half of that amount of students um, that have put in applications for September. Oh, okay. Yep. So there is a growing interest there in it, is, it sounds like. There is a demand and an interest in it. Is it a field like for yourself, you know, kind of you changed in mid, mid, mid career, if you would. Is that something that you would say somebody could do if they're doing one thing and then. Absolutely. Say, really? I went back to school. Yeah. Um, I knew that I wanted to get into teaching. Mm -hmm. So I had an associate degree prior to coming back to school and prior to working here. So I went back to school and got, you know, a bachelor's and then I got my master's. Okay. I knew this is where my end goal was. Yeah. If you don't know, though, is it something that you'd recommend somebody try? I would. Really? I really do. It's a great career and there are so many opportunities for surgical techs. After you are in the field for a little while, you can become preceptors. You can go on to nursing school, hmm. PA school. There are so many opportunities for surgical techs. Okay. So Karen, she's selling it for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, we didn't ask about your background and how you came uh, to the field. So I have been in higher education for 25 years, yeah. um, working in the role of faculty, chair, I, um, Dean of Nursing and Allied Health, and now currently at Quincy College as Dean of Natural Health and Science. I am a registered nurse. Mm -hmm. I have close to 40 years experience as a registered nurse, but um, I do not oversee nursing now, but I have a passion for all the allied health programs because as a nurse, I could never have done my job without 
the support of all the allied health professionals. Yeah, I would think that would kind of um, dictate, yeah. you know, how you oversee the program because you know how important those positions are. And you also Absolutely. know where they're coming from, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then I certainly can assist in pathways yes. as well if somebody wants stepping stones into different pathways or the reverse if somebody was to start nursing and life gets in the way and mm -hmm. they have to step out of school, sometimes those courses transfer so well into one of our certificate programs or our associate allied health programs. Sure, yeah. What have you seen, you know, in the healthcare field because of the pandemic over the past three years? We heard a lot about worker burnout. Yes. Uh, folks just, so, just give, you know, saying, can't do it anymore, done. Absolutely. That? Yeah. yeah, COVID has stressed the whole healthcare industry. Yeah. Um, people who have just, you know, enough is enough. You know, the those that were close to retirement said, yep, it's time to retire. And others have left and taken other jobs mm -hmm. because of the stress. Um, thus contributing to the vacancies and the need for us to want additional people. And I agree with what um, Ellen just said. It's a fabulous opportunity for someone who is working in another mm -hmm. uh, field and at some point you know you come in could be 30s 40s or even 50s really? that someone says you know i want to do something different yeah consider allied health okay well as alan said they can write their own ticket right they can write yeah. their own ticket so is that one of the good things maybe that that came out of this this tragedy over the past three years and what you know what, I, what yeah. I think what um, came out of it is certainly the recognition, yep. what healthcare right. professionals do, um, the dedication, mm. the caring. Um, so that did come out of it. Mm -hmm. But um, we have a long way to go to rebuilding. Really? And what, I want to help. What kind of deficiencies would you say were kind of unearthed, you know, during the pandemic that, that need to be addressed right away in the healthcare field? So I think um, what came out is we probably started with not enough people to handle the pandemic. Um, so, you know, I think that was probably the biggest issue. Yep. And then leading to burnout and uh, nursing, medicine, allied health professionals getting sick, leading to more right. uh, issues. So. You know, I think a lot came out of it, and I think, I think the health, like I said, the healthcare industry is trying to rebuild, trying to um, have those plans for if something like this happened, more communication, and then the education, trying to partner with them. So one thing good that has come out of it is I'm in communication with so many healthcare organizations and I do want a partner, and that's a great way to help increase this um, positions is really working hand in hand with them. There you go, Quincy College is helping to fulfill that, excellent. Absolutely. Ladies, thank you both, really appreciate the opportunity to learn about this, and I hope they get the word out for you. Thank you. You're very welcome.